If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece published at aljazeera.com. A few thousand people have taken to the streets across Haiti demanding that Prime Minister Ariel Henry step down and calling for a better quality of life in the Caribbean nation. Protesters set up burning barricades on Monday in some areas, including the capital Port-au-Prince, with some saying that they were angry over growing scarcity of gasoline and diesel. Families don't know what to do, demonstrator Lionel Jean-Pierre said as the crowd around him chanted, If Ariel doesn't leave, we're going to die. Gang violence and kidnappings have surged in Haiti in recent months, as the nation continues to reel from widespread political instability, worsened by the July 2021 assassination of President Jovenel Moise. Last month, thousands of people were trapped in an impoverished area of the capital without access to food and water, rights group Doctors Without Borders said, as armed groups vied for control. In recent weeks, Haitians also have struggled to find fuel, which has left some unable to work. The country's gas stocks have run low as fuel importers struggle to get paid for subsidies that keep petrol prices low in Haiti. And due to difficulties in obtaining dollars from the central bank, the Reuters news agency reported, citing two sources with knowledge of the situation. Poverty has deepened as well, with inflation reaching 29% and the prices of some basic goods, such as rice, more than quadrupling. Gasoline also remains scarce and, if available, costs $15 a gallon. I need the gas to work, 28-year-old moto taxi driver Gary LaRose said as he marched. I have a family to feed, school to pay. The protests come days after dozens of demonstrators staged a sit-in in front of Henry's official residence and demanded that he resign. Henry, who was chosen by Moyes and took office less than two weeks after the former president's killing in July of last year, has pledged to crack down on armed gangs amid the increase in violence. On Sunday, the prime minister condemned killings he said were carried out by, quote, armed bandits in Tabari, an area of Port-au-Prince. On behalf of the government, I renew my firm determination to relentlessly combat insecurity, Henry wrote on Twitter. The demonstrations on Monday coincided with the anniversary of a 1791 slave uprising that triggered a long struggle for Haiti's independence from France in 1804. Protesters held rallies in cities including Cap Haitien, Petite Guave, and Jacmel, many wearing red shirts emblazoned with the word independence or independence. Next up is a piece published at MiddleEastMonitor.com. An 18-year-old Israeli risks being jailed after refusing to enlist in the occupation's army. Quote, I refuse to enlist in the Israeli military because it sustains inequality and oppresses any hope for a positive change, Shahar Schwartz said. Due to my refusal to join the army, the military will interfere with my human rights and imprison me. 
and willing to pay this temporary price of freedom, a price Palestinians pay their entire lives, because I refuse to cooperate with the system responsible for it. Even though the State of Israel did not officially annex the Palestinian territories, it effectively controls them and denies Palestinians their rights to independence while trampling their basic human rights. Young Israelis who serve in the army are the ones who actively oppress the Palestinian people and enable settler violence against them. I refuse to partake in this. In a statement published by the Refuser Solidarity Network, Shahar described living in fear during Israeli attacks on Gaza because his family home is in the area surrounding the besieged enclave. I live in an old house that doesn't have a shelter, so I sat in the hallway and waited for the missile alarm to stop. It was the scariest moment of my life. Fortunately for me, I live in central Israel and wasn't in real danger, but as a child, all I felt was great fear. This, he explained, means children live in fear and trauma and Israeli teens then enlist in the army, where their feelings turn into hatreds towards the other side. He described his experience in an Israeli-Palestinian summer camp in the U.S. at the age of 15, where he, for the first time, heard Palestinians my age share how the Israeli military, which is made up of young Israelis like me, oppresses the Palestinian civilian population on a daily basis by checkpoints, street patrols, home demolitions, and arrests of children. Many Palestinians only know Israelis through the actions of the occupation. Similarly, many Israelis only know Palestinians through media reports about bombings or through enforcing the occupation as soldiers. The Israeli military police is actively preventing any possible change. His experiences have left him unwilling to join the army, he explained. Conscription is mandatory in Israel for all Israeli citizens over the age of 18, and Shahar knows his decision will lead him to being marked as a traitor in Israeli society. But this is a risk he's willing to take because he believes, quote, I am doing the right and moral act in the current political situation. I hope it makes people see the crimes the military is committing and the suffering it causes and makes them consider what part they want to take in this conflict. And finally for this episode, a piece published at Euractive.com. An estimated 70,000 people protested in Prague against the Czech government on Saturday, September 3, calling on the ruling coalition to do more to control soaring energy prices and voicing opposition to the European Union and NATO. Organizers of the demonstration from a number of far-right and fringe political groups, included the Communist Party, said the Central European nation should be neutral militarily and ensure direct contracts with gas suppliers, including Russia. Police estimates put the number of protesters at around 70,000 by mid-afternoon. Quote, the aim of our demonstration is to demand change, mainly in solving the issues of energy prices, especially electricity and gas, which will destroy our economy this autumn, event co-organizer Jiri Havel told IDNES.CZ News website. The protest at Wenceslas Square in the city center was held the day after the government survived a no-confidence vote amid opposition claims of inaction against inflation and energy prices. 
The vote showed how Europe's energy crisis is fueling political instability as soaring power prices stoke inflation already at levels unseen in three decades. Prime Minister Petra Fiala, who leads the center-right five-party coalition, told CTK News Service on Saturday that the protesters did not have the country's best interests at heart. Quote, The protests on Wenceslas Square was called by the forces that are pro-Russian, are close to extreme positions, and are against the interests of the Czech Republic, he said. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at peoplerevolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.